0: Rob, OBJ is on the Browns.
1: Yeah, I mean, kind of crazy to think about. You think about, like, I mean, most Instagram followers and anybody in the NFL, he's on the Cleveland Browns. I will always remember where I was uh, when the Browns got him. I was actually in Vegas at the Triple Sevens. They don't have a sportsbook there. I was drinking a beer at the bar, Mm. and uh, the news hit, and I picked up all my stuff. I chugged my beer, and I just started sprinting over to the Golden Nugget trying to get a bet in. And before I got there, they took the line down. So I just ran across. Like, I guess I should have just hopped on my phone and placed a mobile, mobile sports bet, but I didn't. And I was like, I want to go to the book and place it to win in the, like, AFC North, and I missed it. But I'll always remember that. For so sure. they saved you, though. That, <laughs> they that saved kill. me! <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah nice. that's exactly
0: Yeah, Yeah, I bring that up because it's so easy to think about his season last year and some of the troubles the Browns had. But if you sit back and reflect on Odell Beckham is on the Browns. Yeah, that just doesn't. It happens in the LeBron sense, but it, you don't get that type of guy in Cleveland. And then that tweet this week just takes it over the top. That's our guy. That's that
1: juice. I know. Yeah. I mean, you look back last year and say he didn't have the year that we want him to have, but Baker didn't have the year we wanted him to have. And then uh, to think about he, I mean, he still had a really good year. I think he had over a thousand yards, right? And he had yeah. that big catch against Sniff, the Jets, right?
0: Sn- yeah, right by it, but. Yeah, Baker had the beer we wanted him to have. He didn't have the year, you know. Oh, I yeah, see what he said. Yeah. am yeah. uh, having a few today. Okay. Yeah, we're <laughs> having, we're having a few here. Uh speaking of that, we are in the homeland, Perry, Ohio. The motherland, had yeah. a little uh little fish fry going. Yeah,
1: dad's firing up the fish. Shout uh, out to
0: Bob Law. <laughs> shout out to Bob Law, fish fry, beers, good company. And uh we we hop downstairs to do a pod in between. So here we are. Right. Yeah. One thing I want to address before we get into the pick six and some of the content in the show, uh, I'm embarrassed, so we got to indre- address it. Last week in your Know Your History segment, yeah, we talked about uh, Ohio City versus Cleveland, and I had some comment about Ohio City being <laughs> the only city right. – with city appended on the name of it mm-hmm. within the country. Which and is just not true. Just an awful yeah. statement. Uh, Oklahoma City, Iowa City, the list goes on.
1: Right. And a lot of people would say Kansas City, but Kansas City is in <laughs> Missouri. But, but yeah. we, got, we got saved on that one, right? Yeah.
0: So that's tough. I'm dumb. And moving on. Uh, but like I said, we are in Perry, the homeland. That's right. We are doing a uncut podcast. That is the goal of night. Zero mm-hmm. edits. Giving you... Sort of live, I guess you would say. Yeah, you're just hanging
1: out with us. We're drinking a couple beers. Yeah, this Mm -hmm. is gonna be as live as it gets.
0: So if there's a couple mistakes, forgive us. But you're getting the raw, uncut gem bullshit.
1: Right, like we probably would edit out uh, Baker Mayfield had a bad beer. Right, like that's (laughs) something would have got edited out, but not
0: today. We're rolling. Yeah. Well, people did. I, you know, I was kind of reflecting on him when he did that, drank that beer at the Indians game. You know, and certain people loved it, and certain people hated it. And, you know, where you should be on that sort of thing you is indifferent. No, you should. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you can love it, but it's good. You know, right. if you think it's going to affect his play one way the other, no, yeah, yeah, get out. No, you know. for sure. Uh, so, uncut gem here. Kind of like an uncut gem thrown in a wood chipper maybe or something. But yeah. you're getting a raw, real shit here. All right, pick six, Rob. Number one, athletes getting COVID. They're rolling in mm-hmm. on the PGA Tour. A couple NBA players sitting out. It's just happening. Are we going to get through these seasons? The NBA is starting up soon. We got the MLB, right. you know, knocking at our door. What are your thoughts? I honestly
1: don't think this is a hot take, obviously, but they were going to be able to finish an NBA, MLB, or NHL season this year. I think that people are going to get uh, COVID, and to the rate that people are actually getting sick, uh, God forbid, I don't think anybody's going to get. Seriously sick, but obviously, you don't want people to come in contact with that. They're going to have to shut down the year, and it's going to be all this wasted revenue and marketing space. It's going to be bad, and I just don't want to see it. The NFL, I think, is 100% they're going to play because they don't give a shit about anybody. They're (laughs) going to get their money. So the NFL is going to be fine, and I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you if LeBron or Giannis or someone like that gets COVID, does the season continue? But you seem to believe it won't, regardless.
1: Yeah, I don't think it will, regardless. I think they're going to go into this bubble, and there's going to be an outbreak because I mean, people are people, right? Like, regardless of where they're at. So.
0: Yeah, because they're talking about all the players um, not having sex. Right. And they'll be, you know, craving sex because I guess that's a human thing, I hear. Right. Um, they can't have sex in the bubble? Well, you could, but you have to have sex with somebody else. Well,
1: well, isn't like, aren't there like their wives coming?
0: <laughs> um, I think that's probably up to them. I, I don't know fully on that one, though. I thought
1: their families could come, and that's yeah. why some people like, uh,
0: like or, Avery Bradley, Avery said, Bradley no, could come yeah. right. Yeah, we'll have to check in on that. I'm not fully positive. I'm sure some families won't go. You know, you just go to Orlando. We'll hold it down. You know, hold the fort down. Right.
1: Are you saying I should buy stock and Pornhub?
0: Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <to> say? Okay. <laughs> you should. Yeah. If it was publicly traded, right. all, all in. Yeah, I I believe I'm not as strong as you on that. I think the PGA Tour specifically is in really good shape. Oh, because awesome, a man. couple players have already gotten it. Uh, just because it's an outside sport, a couple guys get it. You can kind of continue and move on. You have huge player fields where you can pull people from the Corn Fairy Tour, which is a term I've heard so much this week compared to, you know, playing DFS yeah. and so on. Do you know what the Corn Fairy Tour is? I've never heard that in my life. So it used to be the web.com tour. And oh, Corn Ferry okay. is now, I think it's like a consulting firm in okay. California. So now that's the sponsor. But when I hear Corn Fairy, I'm like, you know, does this have some IO t- ties, or what's going on right.
1: here? Well, in PGA, too, guys don't play every weekend regardless, right? Yeah. Like, And if you're missing Rory, it's not like evident that you're missing Rory. Yeah. But in the NBA, if you're missing LeBron, you're missing Giannis. Like, it's very clear that they're not there, right? I mean, as long as Bryson's out there hitting fucking bombs and <laughs> all yeah. shit.
0: Playing four weeks in a row, I guess I learned, is very rare in the PGA, but Bryson is and a few other guys. But right. this this week's in, the, in Detroit in the Rocket Mortgage Classic, not as packed. Um, on to number two, and this is a, a, a social commentary to some degree, mm. and, and the name Karen is ruined. And along with that, Brad and Chad.
1: Yeah, for sure in a different class is Karen, right? Like You can't <laughs> name a white kid Karen under any circumstance right now. Uh-huh. Like, absolutely canceled. But Brad and Chad are, I mean, like, if they are, then it's fine. Not it's funny. funny. You know what I mean? Like, even if you are in a frat and your name's Brad and Chad, it's like, oh, you're like, the prototypical archetype of yeah. what a douchebag is but it's like <laughs> oh, okay that's whatever but karen you can't name a white kid
0: karen i know man putting on blast for maybe our older audience doesn't know right karen has been the name associated with how would you put it the
1: uh the uh white people who have implicit uh racism embedded
0: in yeah. them, yeah. or like refuse to wear a mask right or Hold a gun in their front lawn, right? <laughs> you know, just like approach. the worst
1: white people you see. Those are Karens, right?
0: Yep. Yeah. So bad time to be a Karen um, going forward. I don't know if people are doing that in twenty twenty, naming their child Karen, but
1: no, rethink it. You yeah. Know. Well, there is a lot of bad twenty twenty names too. Like, yeah. I mean, can you imagine like a, a kid named Colton right now? Like that'd yeah. be terrible. Like I am sure that's a popular name, yeah. but I don't want a kid named Colton.
0: I think it is a popular name. On to number three. Scrolling through uh, Hulu this week. Yeah. Trying also, to find... also,
1: I should apologize to anybody named Colton. If you're a listener, we <laughs> yeah. love you, buddy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I've looked at our age demographic numbers, and there's not too many sub-18. Yeah. And I don't know any Coltons as a 29-year-old. I don't know if you do. No. Yeah. But, like, so we're good. We're, we're not Gen Z guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're, not, we're not on not TikTok Gen... guys. We're good. Yeah, uh, But scrolling through, uh, this is number three, scrolling through Hulu this week. you know, Looking for recommendations, as we talked about last week, we're kind of pooling for things to watch. I see this Dr. Pimple Popper show mm. over and over. Does that interest you at all? That it, side of life?
1: Uh, honestly, it makes me a little queasy talking about Dr. Pimple Popper. I've watched the show uh, and it makes me sick to my stomach. like sometimes it'll pop up on Instagram and I think that's where she got her start mm-hmm. was on Instagram like
0: popping okay. pimples, right? <laughs> yeah. And
1: like whenever those pop up, like I'm like, ooh, what is this? And then it's like, ooh, I wanna get out as soon as possible. Uh, it's not for me that life's not for me. Do I like popping my own pimples? Yeah, I guess there is something to it, but like, I don't want to watch other people shake it pop.
0: 100% aligned with your, I want to see my own, not yours sort of thing. Right. Like, Dr. Pimple Popper, is she a real doctor? Is that? A th-
1: yeah, I think so. And, yeah, and well,
0: then she kind of found her little niche.
1: Right. She was popping pimples on like Instagram, mm. right? And so I think that's how she got her clout. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm more of a, I think I've hinted at this on the show. I'm a more of a, a pulling, uh, a tweezing type of guy Yeah. Uh, in terms of hairs. I think I find that pretty satisfactory, but once again, my own rather than somebody else's. Although I will say, this is a little creepy, but yeah. there's a lot of 65 year old plus men rolling out there with just massive, long eyebrows. I'd love to take.
1: You would like to go to town.
0: Yeah. You, you got to get those under control. Just big swooping six inchers. You got to take care of those. Right.
1: And the ear hair too. Like that's, <laughs> yeah, we got to draw yeah. a line somewhere. The ear me. hair
0: I can forgive. You know, yeah. if you're in between haircuts. I get it. Okay. Uh, number four on the pick six. Along the same lines here. Yeah. So I'm streaming a lot, right? Hulu TV or whatever. YouTube TV, which I just saw went up in price yesterday. YouTube oh, really? TV did. Okay. Uh, starting in July to like ten bucks more a month, so that's we're hitting the f- we're hitting the the phase of life where people wanted to pick their individual channels mm-hmm. or stream only. And now, what's going to happen if you want to watch really quality TV is your price is going to be very similar. Right, it's just yeah, going to happen. Like, might as well just get cable, right? <sighs> Truthfully, I mean it's it's better than streaming in terms of reliability and timely and so on, especially for sports fan. Mm-hmm. But um, streaming this week. As I was watching golf, yeah, you see the same commercial over and over. So that's over-the-top advertising. Was like what they call that, right? So on stream platforms, and I see this Charlie Puth subway commercial okay. over and over again. Have you seen it? I haven't, no. So I wasn't watching the Travelers. So one. he's, he's playing the piano, as Charlie yeah. Puth does, and he's singing about a $5 footlong coming back, and there's this subway worker popping up all over the screen. Yeah. Anyway, pretty irrelevant, but I got a, in a semi-debate with my fiance of how much Charlie Puth got paid for that ad. Right. What do you think? 30-second ad, Charlie Puth, go. Uh, 275
1: Two hundred seventy-five thousand okay. dollars? Did you look this up? You, I mean, like, no, I have no idea. Oh, okay. I, I
0: would love to know. I don't. I don't yeah. think that information is readily available to the right. public. I said fifty grand, which now I think is a little low, right? And uh, Andrea said four hundred, right? So you're in between, but closer to her, so
1: right. Um, and do okay. you remember when Vinny Chase did that uh, ad for uh, that Chinese energy drink? I think he got a good chunk of change from that. I think it was a yeah. hundred thousand dollars. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think like if Charlie's doing a subway ad selling his soul, uh, he's then he's getting he's soul. getting some money more than fifty thousand right. dollars, especially now.
0: But if it's a one day shoot and you can catch fifty grand, and you're kind of like a medium star, like you had a few big hits, right? But over under Charlie Puth has three more top forty songs. I'm probably going under. I'll go under on
1: yeah <laughs> on that. Yeah, Charlie. I mean, I'm not a Charlie guy, so I'll, yeah. I'll always doubt that guy. Yeah.
0: Okay, um, so let us know how much you think Charlie Puth made for that Subway commercial. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So. Maybe if I get around to it, we'll tweet out uh, this commercial this week. It's a it's a it's kind of a shit ad, but I get what they're getting at. I think if you buy two, and this is not a Subway promotion.
1: Okay. But you know, Do they you got... own Subway <laughs>
0: in the stock market? No. Oh, no. okay. Are they That's publicly it. traded? Or are they part of like another company? They might know. be a conglomerate. Yeah. Um, so, you know. Subway rose to fame for the $5 footlong, at least in right. our era. And the Jareds. Now, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're trying yeah. to disassociate it's, from that. But you buy two now, you get $5 footlong. Is so Charlie Booth the two. new Jared? Ooh, yeah, that's a tough one. I yeah, think, we didn't I'm that. A, I'm going to trust him on that one. He is the new Jared in that sense. Yeah,
1: that's what I was mean. What did you but he's mean, not going to be mean. a recurring
0: character, I don't think. Oh, okay. I, you know, recurring Jared, you don't want to have those two words pieced together about you. You don't.
1: No. Mm. Y- yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. I didn't know what Yeah,
0: I do. <laughs> okay. I do know what you're saying. On <laughs> <laughs> to number five. What propensity do you have to stop for a randomly tasty treat?
1: Uh, honestly, if I'm by myself, I'm not stopping. Like I will never stop for a tasty treat. I might stop for like an energy drink or something like that, but I'm not stopping for like an Oreo blizzard on my ride home by myself. I'll feel too guilty about it. But if someone else is with me and we're like driving somewhere, like you want to grab something to eat? Like we'll go grab a ice cream or something like that. I'm fine with that, but I'm not stopping by myself.
0: Yeah. I asked because the other week I was coming home, uh, sorry, coming back from work after my lunch break. Uh, Eating my car, eating my Chipotle bowl, and there's this little local ice cream spot sitting there, and it on the sign it says cheesecake on a stick. Ooh. and I'm like, cheesecake on a stick sounds phenomenal. Just the convenience of it, and I don't know, never had it. I'm intrigued to what it looks like, what Mm. it tastes like, but I didn't stop. Really, and I thought to myself, I've become less fun because when I five years ago I would stop for cheesecake on a stick because I wouldn't be worried about Daniel. It's lunch. You don't right. need 2,500 calories on lunch. Right. But now I zoom by and I think about the cheesecake on a stick three days later. Honestly,
1: it's probably the best cheesecake on a stick in the world. <laughs> yeah. Like, I might have to yeah. drive there and eat that <laughs> cheesecake on a stick. Yeah. No. Yeah. That would eat me up inside, too. Um, but I understand why you didn't stop, especially midday. Like, what are you going to go back to lunch at 2,500 calories and take a yeah. nap at your desk or whatever? But
0: yeah, I, I think you got to think about that. Sometimes just stop. When you're with other people, yeah, you're much it's more likely, yeah. okay, ice cream, let's do it. Right. Sometimes do that. Do it for yourself, you know? I like that. I like so that, yeah Number six on the pick six, Robbie, Can Cam Jam. Can can
1: Jam. Yeah. So oh, I, right. was in, I was in Denver this weekend. Uh, my brother-in-law got married. Uh, super pumped for him. Congrats. Uh, married a great girl. Shout out Riley and Emily. Uh, I know you guys are longtime listeners. Uh, shirt's in the mail. Uh, But anyway, we were playing Can Jam, uh, celebrating their marriage, right? And Cam Newton signed in like the minute that I was playing Can Jam. And we had this long occurring joke that Can Can Jam, that would be the best uh, sponsorship of any pro athlete if Cam Newton sponsored Can Jam. Uh, And I know that got you thinking about who other, what other athletes could sponsor something else, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. So a couple of mine came off the top of my head and we're, Almost, at least I was strictly playing on the names, so almost very cliche, that sort of thing. So I had Nick Chubb and Trojan. Ooh, the dick joke. So he could be the dick joke, and he's Mm. very smooth and soft-spoken. Oh, okay. So he balances, I think Little Dicky is kind of their headline sponsor right now. Right. So he balances kind of the joke side of it with the sensual side.
1: Ooh, I like that.
0: You'd have to pay up for Nick Chubb, though. I, you I don't would, think he's yeah. just hopping in a Trojan commercial for 50 grand. No, he has like too good of an image. Hop <laughs> he needs more hand. than uh, Charlie Puth money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for and sure. And then I had, uh, I don't know how this would work, but maybe you can help me flush this idea. Okay. Um, Cooper Cup. Right. And Copper Cups.
1: For like Moscow Mules For Moscow something. Mules, okay.
0: right? Or maybe it's like a Tito's ad, so it's, you know, hi, I'm Cooper Cup, and this is my Copper Cup. Filled with my Moscow Mule. I like that. Yeah, you know, made with Tito's handmade vodka, Cooper right. cup, copper cup, Mule, Tito's. I think that works. I think <laughs> you just sold me on Tito's and uh, copper cups. Yeah, so those are the two I had off the dome.
1: Okay. Yeah. I I mean, like thinking of the name too. Like, there's Lindor chocolates, obviously. Francisco mm-hmm. Lindor. I might. Obviously, it's not. It's pretty service <laughs> level, right? Okay. I mean, it's the same name. Uh, one thing that I thought of while doing this was the Terry Francona pasta sauce. Him and his dad's recipe of pasta sauce. And I was like, Oh, the paisans get together <laughs> making some red. That got me interested. And then I'm not even gonna say my last one because it's terrible. So we're gonna move on from what that. What do you mean the Terry Fricona? Is that a real thing? Yeah, he made they actually made canned pasta sauce. So your idea is
0: an idea that already exists? No, I was
1: just saying that's a really good idea. And like um, maybe thinking of a variation of that, like thinking of uh, you know, the father son stuff. Uh, making a...
0: So know. someone's culture and someone's heritage playing off of that and their family recipes. Right. That's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. You got to be a prominent name for that, certainly. Right. And
1: this was obviously a regional little specialty right. too with Terry Franco.
0: I like trying to take that on a national level though. Like a LeBron or a Giannis, the Greek freak. You know, Right.
1: Where, yeah, his uh, Euro sauce. Yeah, his Euro sauce. <laughs> his tzatziki, yeah. yeah. He's doing Greek yogurt commercials off the chain. Or yeah. LeBron doing Taco Tuesday shells.
0: Ooh, yeah, but those are both a little, I don't know the true, I know they call him the Greek freak, but he has a, uh, you know, a storied past in a certain sense. And LeBron right. Taco Tuesday, I know he got blown up about that because kind of appropriating culture. Right. But I do like the idea. I do, yeah. <laughs> those would sell, cool. right? Those would sell LeBron Taco shells. Right. You know, I think maybe, they, maybe they're like double layered or they're, you know, they're kind of like the hard and soft combined type of thing. Right. Which I don't think they sell in stores. No, I like the idea. I like where we're headed. All day. right. Moving on from there, that's the pick six. We got the self-involved segment once again. This is an uncut show. I think we've done a pretty good job with it, though.
1: We have. We we've right? been smooth, <laughs> but I don't know how we're going to do the self-involved segment right now.
0: Self-involved segment. I got. I got it on my phone, so don't worry. So okay. we use Anchor. Shout out Anchor. Great platform. If you, I encourage anyone to start a podcast. You know, you're here. You'll hear like rhetoric around. Everyone has a podcast sort of shit. Right. Who cares, right? If you want to just put something out in the world and there's two people to listen to it.
1: Yeah. If it makes you happy, throw yeah, it out there. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So that's my, I'll stop preaching. But Rob, what do you think we had last week in terms of listeners? Uh,
1: man, I had a lot of fun doing it last <laughs> week too. So okay. I, like, it's going to hurt me to say, I'm going to say 48 because it's a number on my fridge.
0: <laughs> Your guesses are so inconsistent. We had 62. Oh, which, which is I good. think matches or maybe beats last week's by a couple. Okay. That's our core audience. Actually, Anchor says our EST audience, which is established. Audience, which is 62, yeah. 62, so right on the number there. Almost 1,000 plays total. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. We appreciate it. we got to have that core audience. On to, this is still the self-involved segment, our DFS lineup. Right. So I want to make one for the show, and anything we do, we either commit to the show or you do giveaways and so on. So okay, I like I'm doing that, a yeah. dollar lineup for the Rocket Mortgage Classic this week. Kind of a thinner field, not right. as many big names. And, and we're going to. I do mean, the
1: the trendy pick this week is definitely Bryson, right? So Bryson,
0: I think five or six top tens in a row. Right. Now you're going to pay the price for him, but as in the DFS community, they would say he's chalk. He's chalk. He's chalk. chalk. Okay. Chalk him up. I I, I, I can give you the chalks if you want. Harold Varner. Varner, yeah. Varner, That cheap. guy's on my
1: fantasy golf team. Uh,
0: Redmond's pretty good. And then uh, that's all I remember from all the okay. shit I've listened to. But up? those guys are chalk. Yeah, those guys are chalk. All right. So, Rob, give me your first golfer and what kind of player. Uh, we're going to go with Harold Varner. That guy's my guy. Varner, yep. 7,600. Great value this week, in okay. my opinion.
1: There's only two guys I know I want. I want Varner and Hovland.
0: Okay, Hovland. You're paying up for Hovland this week. Really? 9,400. He is technically the sixth. Most expensive golfer in this field. Wow. I love Hovland, though. You know, that's my guy. Right. First Swede to win on tour. I'm going to go with a guy, uh, Brian Stewart. Okay. I think his name's Brian. Yeah. That's a guy I've just gone with in recent weeks. He's made the cut in the last three tourneys. That's huge. Old reliable, you know. Right. Do you have anyone else that you can just name a golfer? We can pick anybody here.
1: Uh, I can't think of anybody. Streelman. Strelman. Strelman. I don't know if is he's he on the tour field. this week.
0: He's not. I'm going to, I'm gonna, as you think, I'm going to pick a guy that I love this week, a cheap guy, and I wish I knew his name, but his last name is The Gala. Okay. Got so he is Pepperdine University. His college career was cut short, but one of the best um, college golfers. Gordon, who has had really a, a ton of success lately, was another college golfer, but The Gala was better. So okay. So that's enough. Probably the yeah. Gala talk. Yeah, you sold me. I'm in. Okay. And then uh, is that it? We can No, we got two more, and we can pay up for these guys. So. Are these? I mean, is Redman I'll, I'll give in you there? guys some. I in. want Redman. You okay, Redman. 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 All right, I sold you on him. And the top guy we can get left is Webb Simpson or Tyrell Hatton or Patrick Reed. I would say last uh,
1: three. I like well Hatton and Reed are both on my team. I'm gonna go with Pat Reed though.
0: Pat Reed, and that's our lineup: Hovland, Redman, Reed, Stewart, Thigala, Varner. Cha-ching. Let's go. <laughs> uh top prize in that contest let's see here doesn't matter i know it's a couple couple thousand so and we're going to win it we'll give giveaways if if we hit it on that yes, one yes sir dj's iphone notes uh, popular segment around here rob this is what i thought of in the last week and i just jotted down so you pick one topic I elaborate. Everything else just disappears in the dust for eternity. Until next week. I like that. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I haven't actually carried them over, but I was thinking about that. Some of them I've talked about just because I wanted to get it out, but I think I'm kind of not playing by the rules there.
1: Okay. Yeah, I know some people have asked about some of the iPhone notes and saying I should have asked about a
0: particular ones. Oh, Obviously, yeah. I missed
1: some. So maybe we'll have to do a little, uh, go into the ball. So
0: you can always have a bonus round. We said that, you know, mm. you can say, yeah. I need a bonus. Yeah. So it, it DJ's iPhone notes, Halsey at a county fair, Taylor Swift vending machine, too many tab guy, meerkats, grinding pepper, Adam's giveaway, and empathy versus sympathy.
1: Uh you know, I've been listening to a lot of T-Swift. You know, yeah. I've been into uh, Reputation 1989. So I got to hear about Taylor Swift vending machine first. Yeah,
0: so we've talked a lot about her in the recent weeks. Maybe, you know, she's one of the 62 and she wants to come out. Imagine that get, because that was another question I had. This is not topic in terms okay. of iPhone notes, but who would be, if you had your pick of the litter, Right. who is the one guest that we get on Greasy that would just, you know, that you would want, but also give us maximum exposure?
1: Yeah, T. Swift would be T-Swiss out there. Swift oh my has God, gotta be, yeah.
0: or like a, you know, any pre, any recent president would do huge numbers,
1: right? But yeah, I guess in that in that you lens, get right, Obama yeah, yeah, or Trump, you're yeah, yeah.
0: you're blown up, yeah. 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 But is that kind of in our lane? You know, are we gonna are those gonna be uh, people that stay on and listen to future pods? t swift probably t
1: swift yeah i guess i would yeah match like kind of our genre a little bit better i take t swift over donald trump
0: i might go like doc redmond but anyway taylor swift vending machine (laughs) it's not as interesting as you think but she has a song called cruel summer on her latest album lover okay yeah and she's she has a line about a vending machine so Mm -hmm. i was thinking if she did come on the pod right what we would give her is kind of one or two words or possibly three word phrases of things that have popped up and maybe some of her less known songs over the years and see if she could name what that song was. So if I said vending machine, would she she know what song that is? Probably because that one's recent, Mm -hmm. but that's not a song that she performs. Well, maybe now, but she doesn't perform it at concerts routinely. And she has a catalog of a hundred plus songs. Would she be able to think of, uh of that song so that was my concept for the taylor swift interview
1: right yeah like she has one song off reputations about like jay gatsby's swimming pool and i guess like if you had like a line about that i'd see if she can pull like the exact song out of it. because it needs
0: to be distinct like a vending machine or something like that but it can't be too too well known
1: right exactly so i see what you're saying i like that idea i think that would get a little clouch we would have some fun we'd have some (laughs) banter
0: it's just kind of like the warm-up period and then we get dig, dig into the real stuff
1: Right, yeah, talk to the plane well, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have this massive platform. Go ahead. Yeah. I like that, DJ. I like that a lot. Um, I do want a bonus round. Okay. You. I want to hear about uh, your take on empathy versus sympathy, and this might be a little too real, but I guess I want
0: to hear what you're saying. Yeah, it's not as deep as you think, but okay. the empathy versus sympathy is very much an effect versus effect to me. That's confusing. I'm very confused on empathy versus sympathy, which, shout out Grammarly, does a great job of explaining right. it. Are you a Grammarly guy? You ever seen? You know, I've,
1: I've been on it, but I guess A ton of YouTube it.
0: ads, but they do a really good job. Mm-hmm. If you're, you know, something, you're a student or your profession involves professional writing, you do a great job of providing a few suggestions beyond spell check. Okay, uh, but anyway, they so they obviously want to rank on certain SEO terms, so that right. stuff like this that people actually search, right? Um. They kind of give you real world examples and try to explain it to you. But I'm still confused. Empathy, I understand it as if you're crying, I can feel for you and cry. Like I feel it with you. Sympathy, I'm confused again. Okay, so
1: (laughs) empathy is you're putting yourself in the other person's shoes and understanding the pain that they're going through. And sympathy is separating you two as others. And you saying that person's sad. I understand why they're sad. And I'm going to feel bad for you. Mm. But empathy is being in that other person's shoes and feeling their pain.
0: So sympathy is what most people feel most of the time.
1: Yeah. Empathy is this deep emotion. It's like a, it's a love emotion of understanding what the other person's going oh, okay.
0: through. I so, should, should I know that or do people misuse those? I think they, people just they use misuse. sympathy across the board.
1: Sympathy. Yeah. People use yeah, uh, across the board, uh, but empathy is a deeper emotion. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, that's good to know. That's, that's kind of what I was getting at there.
1: Okay. Cool. Yeah, but I guess I get. Yeah.
0: Effect and effect. Do you know the difference between that? I know cool. one's like impact versus.
1: Yeah, one's a noun, one's a verb. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what I Don't ask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it
0: sucks, man. That's a t- very tough one. Um, all right, on to the questions from the fans. Got a couple this week, or four actually. First one, Charles from Perry says, The Stone Cold Stunner, the best finishing move of all time. Fact or fiction?
1: Charles from Perry asked us, yeah. "Are we wrestling guys?" I guess we talked about Gronk <laughs> a couple of times. Yeah, uh, I like the Rock Bottom. I guess mm-hmm. I guess I was a bigger Rock fan, but I never got super into
0: wrestling about like uh, the finishing moves and stuff like that. I was huge into it growing up. Yeah, shout out Frankie, neighbor busting a, a fist through the the tile ceiling growing up in the basement. We get hyped for the Steve Austin, the right. Rock, Mick Foley, so on. I meant to look this up, actually, at work today, but I forgot. Okay. It's kind of like the best finishing move. Right. Because um, I'm very familiar with that era, like right. The Rock and Steve Austin. But outside of that, my knowledge is not thorough enough to say this no. is the greatest.
1: For sure. The only thing I know that was another finishing move was the Walls of Jericho. And that's like <laughs> yeah. where you stand on somebody's back and bend their like legs over their head. And that was cool, but I guess like, it wasn't like a seminal thing
0: for me. The people's elbow set up. Boom. Right. But it wasn't that cool of a move, but the setup, the theatrics were everything. And that's what Rikishi's about. ass in the face. That oh, was that, yeah. That was that's crazy. just disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wish we had better stuff there, but I think we showed some yeah. knowledge maybe. Didn't embarrass ourselves like movies. I hope not. <laughs> okay. Uh, on to number two here. Crispy Nugs 27 says, I find Bobby Bonilla Day ridiculously repetitive and, un- and uninteresting. Yet every sports pod and Twitter account talks about it every year. Are you guys going to?
1: Uh yeah, I want to talk about it. Mean, yeah. I think it's so much fun to think yeah. about how bad the uh, the Will Pons were. They were the owners of the Mets at the time that offered them this contract. They were in this Ponzi scheme, they thought they were like getting printed money, right? And I think it's like so much fun to think about like uh there's like the narrative of Rich people are so smart and so good with stuff, like they deserve that money. This guy was so dumb, he was buying into a Ponzi scheme. Bobby Bonia still owed eighteen million dollars. Bobby, good for you.
0: I'm thinking on the owner level though, if you think you're gonna be a you know, like a twenty year owner or fifteen to especially if you bought a franchise kinda in the mid nineties and Mm -hmm. you you wrote it out till two thousand fifteen where your evaluation just whatever tripled. Right. Why would you not just shell out those contracts?
1: No, I know it. That's what the Nationals do. They backend their contracts quite a bit. And like it makes sense for them, but this guy thought he was getting so much money yeah. that Bobby Mini is still getting paid until he's like dumb old, right? Yeah. Uh and it's not the same as like, the sure. new owner's
0: on the hook for that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're
0: owed those contracts, are oh, right? you? I'm doing that all day then if I'm a little scumball. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think of it as I get a little the story doesn't really evolve to me a whole ton. I think it's Cool as hell because we all want that. Now, wouldn't an investor, someone with good money though, good with money would say, you want that money up front because you want to put it in yourself rather than someone else possessing that money. You want to be liquid to be able to play with that how you would.
1: Right. And I'm sure Bobby Bonilla could have had the opportunity to uh, get bought out of his contract like maybe 10 years ago to say like, hey, we'll give you $20 million so we can end this stuff. Right, and maybe Bobby should have taken
0: it, but maybe he's not good with money. I don't know what the whole thing yeah, is. Yeah, someone up. like me, I need that structure. Right. I think yeah. that helps a ton. I'm just saying proponent or right. opponents of it would say that.
1: Right. It's like when you win the lottery, you can get the lump sum or the yearly payments. I'm mm-hmm. taking the yearly payments because
0: I, I don't need more than that to live. Yeah. Man, the lump sum, after you saw after taxes, that would just burn your soul. Oh, for Even sure. Even though you're greedy as hell because you just made like right. $100 million, but... I think of Bobby Bonilla Day like, uh, what is it, uh, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. It's mm-hmm. like every year you kind of get peppered with it. Right. Maybe you get a couple chuckles, and then there's the whole crew. Like me, that's too good for that.
1: You're too good for Bobby Bonilla <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Okay. And I like May that. the 4th, too. But if your dad sends you a text with that shit on it, you yeah, like you it's can. good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, number three, Cynthia asks, if you could purchase a starter jacket today, which team would be displayed on it?
1: Uh, I'm going with the browns. Like, there's no better <laughs> throwback thing in Cleveland. No
0: difference. There's no difference. Right. There's no better
1: <laughs> throwback thing than the browns, especially on those starter jackets. Like, uh, uh, in the 90s, the Indians logo could get a little dicey. I guess I'm going with the browns just because it's like it's classic. And yeah. a lot of people still wear a lot of throwback brown stuff.
0: Yeah. I w- I'm going to pay homage. See, people say it homage, homage, yeah. homage. I said homage. Right. See, that's something I would cut in a normal pod because I want to look smart. Right. And I, you know, it's the same thing with, I know I'm going off base here, but niche versus niche. Right. Niche to me just sounds better, but you niche say, yeah. you sound highfalutin, you know? Right. We're not highfalutin. Can, awesome. can you say either or no?
1: Yeah. Homage uh, you can't. If you say homage, you kind of sound like a douchebag, and I say it all the time, and people kind of look at me like I'm a douchebag. Yeah. yeah. So
0: you can say homage? You can like say the I think I think you, should, I, think you said,
1: I think in Ohio you should
0: say homage. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> in Ohio. Okay. Yeah. So you sound like your state. Okay. Right. Um, what was I getting at there? What was even the question? Oh, the
1: starter jacket, To yeah. my
0: to my childhood mm-hmm. Charlotte Hornets, fantastic logo. Even the new logo. Right. I know people like to say, "Oh, go back to throwback." All of it's great. The new logo, sick, great um, symmetry. Right. And the old logo, incredible too. Right. So. The colors are a little outrageous, you know. Do I want to rock that jacket as a thirty-year-old? No, eh, yeah. maybe as a joke, but I think it's incredible. That was my logo growing up with the hat, Charlotte Hornets. Yeah,
1: it that, would look that, good that shows you
0: what branding can do, though. Right, That's yeah, ingrained sort of, in you. Like, like everyone know, you know the Charlotte Hornets, but they look. I know good.
1: exactly what Jackie you're talking about. I yeah. can see the colors of purple, the like teal. <laughs> yeah. Like I was thinking about buying a Wade Boggs batting practice jersey the other day with the old school Rays logo on it. And like that image is burned into my head too, so I guess like maybe I'm right there with you.
0: Yeah, starter jackets have certainly made. I don't even know if it's a comeback. They've always stayed relevant in that sense. I wonder how like they're doing business wise. starter. I don't know. Maybe they got bought out. What do you think? Fuel starter. Like, what is there? Is it the jacket still, or do they sell like cheap ass shorts at Marshalls? I think they do both those things. Yeah, for sure. I
1: actually have a 1997 uh, All Star Game starter jacket when it was in Cleveland. Okay. Um, and I'd be open to giving it away if somebody's interested in it. <laughs> Tweet at us, tell us why you want it and I'll give it to you.
0: Okay, that's sweet. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll take a look after this. Uh, moving on to number four. <laughs> You're going to take no. it out of my house? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Number four. Uh, DJ and Rob, I'm starting to watch movies with my son from when I was growing up in the 90s. As I think of different movies to choose from, memorable scenes come back to me as I bask in some nostalgia. So similar to right. Jackets. In your opinion, which choice has the most memorable moments from the 90s Sports Kids movie? So he he listed a few other ones here, but I'll just I'll just list the movies off rather than his explanation. Okay. Little Giants, The Sandlot, Mighty Ducks, Space Jam. So I think in terms of movies, this is your wheelhouse from what I know. Like I mean, Mighty I know a lot Ducks, about those. That's yeah. your, that's your right. jam.
1: Do you want me to just pick one of those movies and tell me, like, so I think look- so. Move.
0: What What one do you look, you know, maybe repeat watch down in your basement? You're like, this is my jam.
1: Man, I always think about uh, Gordon Bombay on the Hawks. He's skating on the ice with his dad, and then he's in that, like, the finals game, mm-hmm. and he misses a quarter inch, like, to the right. He hits it off the post. And I think, like, as a kid, that, like, resonated with me and saying, like, man, sports, like, this is a deep thing, right? Like, he he, he (laughs) quarter-inched it. Uh, But obviously, that's great. And then the Mighty Ducks flying V was awesome. I Mm -hmm. still remember that, too. But uh, Little Giants, I mean, these are all great. He's got Little Giants,
0: Spike carrying a fridge, Icebox returning the second half, annexation of Puerto Rico. Right. In yeah. <laughs> the annexation of Puerto
1: Rico, the guy had a Super Nintendo fired up and he was running a program through yeah. a Super Nintendo. <laughs> like, obviously, I still remember that stuff. Okay. Yeah. So uh, and then Space Jam. Space Jam got to the point of popularity that like everyone knew it. Yeah. So it wasn't as cool to like go back and rewatch. Mm-hmm. But I still remember MJ stretching out, dunking it. And Sandlot. Sandlot's a bad movie. Don't watch it.
0: Yeah. Sandlot. Why do you say that? Because it's all about, like, supposed to be,
1: like, this nostalgia yearning for another year, but I don't think they do a good job of it.
0: Okay, wow. That's a take there. I, I would say Sandlot is definitely the lowest on my list as well. Space Jam, great soundtrack, even though you have some, you know, kind of R. Kelly is the lead mm-hmm. single. I don't know. Oh, yeah. We've, we've had that discussion before on the pod. Um, I would go with, the one I remember the most is certainly Space Jam. Yeah. But I, I got to go back. You know, I don't have kids yet i haven't watched those movies in 10 years yeah i actually
1: just said a little giants uh quote to our buddy nick Russell shout out nick russon who's upstairs okay uh it's hot to sp- it, well i'm not gonna say no, it no say of, it. So, no but some it's people like, it's are very, it's very gendered and like it's like uh, it probably didn't translate well because <laughs> okay. it's talking about how the girl plays football but uh, uh, yeah so it doesn't it doesn't translate well the there is a
0: little bit of a separation there in terms of i know 2020 doesn't think of it but what your public persona is versus maybe you say to your not that you take it to a crazy extent out on the park bench with your buddies right but there is a difference in putting the mic on
1: no putting the mic on like people i don't know like i knew uh you know what I mean? Obviously, your buddy is saying something, but like, yeah. I don't know who's going to listen to this and stuff. So, yeah, there is an element
0: I don't want to. But there's I also that element of you don't want to hold back. So we're we're giving you guys a behind the scenes area. You know? right? It's yeah, like, I, I know it's up. I think we do a good job. I, I think we're not we're holding back maybe five percent where we might sit, we might, right?
1: You know, and yeah, and sometimes I think about that five percent. Say if it was. Only 3%. Would it be a different podcast? Would we get more popularity? Yeah.
0: But I love our 62 listeners (laughs) with my fucking heart. Yes, I do. (laughs) Uh, That is the question from the fan of that. Truthfully is the show. Uncut. Raw shit. Pretty good shit, I think. Yeah. Uh, Not that. uh, What do people say when they make like cocaine references? Not that Colombian, uh, but somewhere in between there i don't know i don't do any yeah so maybe yeah but it was i'm saying when people say uncut they're always related to like cocaine and shit like that. oh okay
1: i always think about like on like late night shows it's uncut
0: oh yeah no that too uh but this is like the 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 like semi uh semi nude version maybe Right, this is like girls <laughs> going wild, like when you're. you're yeah, you're, I think yeah, it's, it's time like, for me to wrap it up. Yeah. On that one. All right, outro. Um, what do we got here? Shirt update. I'm gonna be sending those out to people. Please come by if you can. I will drive by people's houses too. Just got a second batch in, so we can do some work with sizes there. But people paid for those, so I obviously want to get you guys your greasy shirts so you can rock them out in the land.
1: Right, and the unofficial, very unofficial, Tremont Bar crawl is coming up this weekend. So if you want to be on the Tremont Bar Crawl, reach out to us. Oh,
0: okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's
1: so unofficial you didn't even know about it. You well, didn't yeah. even know about
0: it. Yeah, that's sweet. Um, in terms of one other thing before we leave, what do you think? We saw uh, Dave Portnoy, which yeah. we know we're right, mixed yeah. feelings on, but right. the pizza reviews, they get clout, they get right. recognition, he was at Crust in Tremont, probably other right. Cleveland places. What do you think his score ends up being at, at Crust?
1: Honestly, I from what I understand of his pizza scores, crust is like the ideal pizza for him. It's thin, has good crust, good sauce, it's savory, not too much sauce. I'm going, he's going seven eight on crust. Okay, seven
0: which eight. Which is a good score. Yeah. Eight one, I think, is you have to you should drive and go get that pizza. That's yeah. like his scale. Okay. I was gonna say seven eight, but I'll go a little lower. I'll go seven four
1: right hopefully they do well because it means well for the business but i, I still would like it they would get craft. peppered they would right. you
0: know it would be a rush for a couple weeks but right that's, that's pretty cool um all right i think that's it Robbie, You got anything else no that's it that was fun. all right shout out perry ohio where oh, yeah, dreams yeah, yeah. come true man that's right we're gonna have a brew uh and we're gonna uh, chat with some folks here and, and thursdays so that's the other thing i wanted to shout out underrated day of the week Love Thursdays. Thursdays are great. You know, you 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 got that forward momentum. That college weekend. You know, college weekend, exactly. That's right, yeah. All right. For see sure. you guys next week.
1: Peace.